welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get started. Straight from New York. Yo, yo, this handsome man. You yo, yo. are now tuned in to Al Joe the Funk Master. Watch your grill, you'll get knocked out cold fast. And talking shit, now we talking facts. Where the man are off the back, you in trouble, came to burst your bubble. I don't shelter punches, they find home on your mind about the devil. It's the weekly scraps. You don't need a map. GPS, I'm right here to lead a dash. The world doesn't know it needs, but I grow disease. Planet fuck a name and the fame. Only legacy remains. Remember the name, Al Jermaine Sterling. Uh, it ain't shit, it ain't shit, motherfucker. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the weekly scraps, baby. We are yes, in sir. the house. We had a long layover. Um, let me give you guys the update on that and tell you why I've been away for quite a while. Uh, Ooh, it's let's been talk some, about it. Some interesting things, of course. I got my one of my best friends here, Enoch Maurice. Divine What's up? Motivation. What's going on? How you doing? Do? How you feeling, big dog? I'm feeling good. Thanks for coming on. Um, first, before we get started, let these guys know where they can find you at. You can find me. My personal Instagram is Scully underscore knock. My podcast in this Instagram is divine motivation underscore. You can find me on YouTube, divine motivation, where I just talk about basically trying to be the best version that you could possibly be of yourself, trying to encourage people just to be better every single day and stuff like that. If you're not into that, if you want to stay the way you are, probably don't want to come because you get offended <laughs> because I'm really going to check you on yourself. You're going to really have to look at yourself and what you're doing in life. So if you want to stay where you at, you probably don't want to come to my page, but I encourage people to be better. That's what I do. That's I'm what's up. I mean, I think we could always use a little bit of uh, motivation and some boost of energy. Yeah. Kind of positivity and all that from day to day. Yeah. So, but you know tough, how that sometimes people, tough. sometimes people, they don't really, they don't really want to, they say it, but they don't really want to watch it or see that because it's like, oh, this again, this positivity is too, uh, motivation I don't want to have. But so I get it. It's not a big market, but it's what I love to do, whether people see it or not, I'm going to do it regardless. So it don't really matter. hundred percent. I mean, I'm kind of the same way with my podcast. It's not the biggest podcast right now, but I love doing mm -hmm. it. Love talking yeah. MMA and uh, just about just, I don't have time to talk to a bunch of people because I just, I'm just always on the go. Yeah, but it's yeah. cool. Like now that we don't have any fights, I can bring mm -hmm. people on. Obviously, I'm bringing you on. We're talking um, and uh, getting to catch up. Like I said, uh, best friends from back home. Yes, sir. Um, met Enoch in middle school. Yeah. So we've been friends for quite a while. I actually used to live in Roosevelt, New York, went to school there, elementary school, mm -hmm. transferred over to Uniondale Middle School. And from there, after I graduated from elementary school, I went to Uniondale. We met my seventh grade year. Yep. And uh, we've been friends ever since. And um, yep. so and far, I got so good, him to man. wrestle finally. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. got him to wrestle in high school. Finally, yeah. asking him for years. And the crazy thing is, that's why we're going to talk about that Peter Aaron stuff. Everybody talking about you saw. Aljo from day one, when I met him, we became friends because people was trying to mess with him and he wasn't having it. Spazzed out <laughs> in lunch. From then on, I was like, oh, nah, I rock with dude. So all this, like, Alzo is soft. He's trying to play. I'm like, I be like, bro, y'all do not know who this dude really is. He been about that life. So we're going to get into that because that bothers me the most when people be like, yo, he's just milking it. He's soft. Yeah, y'all yeah. don't know. I know him from day one. I was a, I was a small kid, man. I was yeah. a small, small kid. I mean, I'm not big now, but I was yeah. small. You caught up a little bit. <laughs> 
And uh, those kids, man, those kids used to pick on me. I remember Chris Umana would throw French fries at me. And yep. all these yep. guys, Wendell would punch me in my back. Mm-hmm. I just remember crying. They tried to put me in the trash can in the locker yeah. room. I'm like, yo, yeah. man. I, you I, always I had to fought fight. back. That's one thing I loved about you. Always fought back. Yeah. And these were like the jocks of the school, you know? So these were yeah. the, the cool kids, the ones that were like the, the athletes or the gangbangers yeah. or yeah. the really tough kids that people were kind of afraid of. So mm-hmm. I, I had to do what I had to do. And uh, I think it paid off, man. I, mean, I think it definitely made me a lot tougher and yeah. um, definitely cut my teeth. That's why I was like, when people talk trash, it doesn't really bother me because at the end of the day, I'm like, man, we've been doing this. We've been growing up like this. Like this is yeah, for real. Just another day of how I grew up. So exactly. It's like, what off my back, man? Um, yeah, people don't know. They have no idea. They have no idea. It's been you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I wanted to talk about the fights, but before we get to, get to that, mm-hmm. um, I had COVID again. Whew. So I'm guessing the Megatron Omicron got me. <laughs> yeah. When you told me that, I was in shock. I was on the phone. I was like, bro, wait, are you serious? He's like, yeah, bro. I, I just didn't want to talk about it. <laughs> I, was yeah, like, I got it yeah. again, and I'm vaccinated. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, this is so crazy. Like, I, I, and I'm not anti-vax. Yeah. Clearly, I got the vaccine. I'm not anti-vax. I'm pro-choice. <laughs> That's the way life should be. It should be pro-choice. When people are telling you what you have to do mm-hmm. and you don't ask a question about it, there's yeah. something wrong there. And I don't care what yeah. nobody tells me. Like, there's no way people should just be able to say, you have to do this. Exactly. Or else. Yeah. Or else what? You're going to spank me, put me on timeout. Like, I'm trying to understand what's going on here. Yeah. So. Uh, we went to Cortland, Troy and I, I got to wrestle over, over there for three days straight. Mm-hmm. Uh, my alma mater. So two-time All-American over there for SUNY Wait, Cortland. alma mater? I thought it was alma mater. Whatever. Alma mater. <laughs> alma mater. Alma mater. Alma mater. <laughs> I, I went to Cortland after I went to Morrisville. So I transferred over. Two-time mm-hmm. All-American. Coached there for two years. Coached my brother. He went to nationals, I think, uh, three times he qualified or two, two whatever. But mm-hmm. um. Troy and I went up there. We helped the kids, wrestled a little bit, got to see the new campus, got to see everything that was new around town and took a bunch of pictures. So the three days that we wrestled, I want to kind of jumpstart my training camp yeah. and get back to the roots. So mm-hmm. it was good getting back, doing that. Man, I was exhausted. Like the very first like 10 minute drill session, I was like, yo, I haven't done this in a while. <laughs> and just going on a straight on just wrestler pace. Wrestling is a different animal, different. man. Yeah. It's, it's crazy because I can work like I work out on a regular I can go when I used to go back to Uniondale and go to the room that first day, my chest will be on fire. And I'm like, yo, I work out, I run, but it's nothing like that wrestling. But I don't know. Yeah. I did wrestle county champ. I'm saying, <laughs> but, but the re- I think the reason why wrestling pace is so different is because you're using everything. You have to put everything out there. And when it comes to just working out regular, you're not, really push to the limit because when you're yeah. one that's the i think that's the best thing about wrestling because it's one-on-one it's me versus you so i'm trying so hard to make sure you don't get the best of me so you're automatically gonna output everything you have even if you're not even planning on going hard it's still yeah. gonna be a workout 100 and that's how i felt just using those muscles all over again for mm-hmm. a long period of time i had to tell the kids like give me like a one two minute water break <laughs> i'm a, i'm a older man looking I'm like uh, ain't you in the UFC? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, dude, listen, we don't wrestle like this. Like, if I can get any quality wrestling, I'm thankful. Um, 32 years old, going with these 18, 19, 20-year-olds, 20, 20 you know, these guys are young bucks. So yeah, they could go through yeah. the grind. Like, for us, three days in a row, 
And then the last night we went out. So I got to catch up with my coach, Brune. And mm-hmm. last night I got to catch up with a couple of guys. Um, DJ Lima, we went to school together. Um, man, there was so many people. Um, Jason, Jason Reynolds, he lost a ton of weight. Mm. Um, congrats to him for doing that. I was supposed to be Frank. Frank flicked on me. Frank, Frank. <laughs> right, you told um, me about that. Yeah, he, 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 he was supposed to set us up for the night. And uh, he set us up, but he, I wanted to see Frank. You know, I came here to see Frank come to Frank's house, you know, to hang out. And uh, nah, no call, no show. No call, no show. That's messed up. Yeah, right. So we, we hung out there. I took a thousand pictures because obviously with COVID, you can't um, mm-hmm. really set anything up, especially for us. It was so last minute. We didn't get to plan anything like through the school. Like, hey, we're coming. I like to do like a meet and greet, set some stuff up, maybe do a talking or whatever. Like, it's just something to give back love because I haven't been there in like five years, maybe six. And the bar was the easiest place because like the kids are going to be at the bar. Everybody goes there. It's finals week. Yeah. They got nothing else better to do. It's Cortland. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm back in town. Like, maybe they'll come out. So I just put up a post like, hey, man, I'm going to be here. If you guys want to come down, great. If not, it's like, cool. I'm just going to go there and get smashed. And then... (laughs) go sleep, go home tomorrow, you know, um, kind of relive, uh, relive the days, you know? Yeah. And that's pretty much what we did. I try not to get too crazy, but that's mm-hmm. inevitable when you got these kids trying to challenge you to no one more shot, one more shot. But long story short, mm-hmm. I ended up getting COVID. Yep. Talk so about Thursday, it. I felt like I was like, okay, but I didn't feel like nothing where it's like, yo, something's definitely wrong. Mm-hmm. I felt slower, but I just had a night of drinking a late night. And then, um, Friday, uh, Thursday when we came in, nothing. Uh, but I felt a little like tired. And then yeah. Friday later that night, I felt like, you know, I got like a little sore throat. I feel mm-hmm. like a little bit of a headache. And the headache got worse on Saturday. And then it stopped, it kind of stopped on Monday. And then it stopped on Tuesday, but then it came back. It was kind of like intermittent on Tuesday. Yeah. Then I tested again on Wednesday, still positive. And I kicked it before. So I had it before in January 20, 2021. Wow. I got the vaccine Johnson and Johnson in June, <laughs> which supposedly those only last you about six months. And you had to get the booster with that one. Proper term. What's it? You got to get the booster with that one. I mean, you're supposed to get a booster for all of them, but I'm oh, like, wow. I'm not boosting shit. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't boosting not another damn thing. Like you guys ain't putting no more needles in me. I'm okay. I don't blame you. Yeah. So did that. And uh, I tested again Friday. Mm-hmm. on thursday and then friday so thursday i was still positive so i was like okay this is a home test but the, the line to show you that you're positive was yeah. so faint so faint couldn't tell and of course i felt the way i felt so i told the pi i told people i was like you know i kind of kept my distance from people because i'm like i don't want to get nobody sick i'm not trying to yeah. I'm, not, I'm not an asshole you know so yeah. uh i tried to do the right thing as best as i could except for going to get food bringing it back home mm-hmm. and eat. so i was just bored because mm-hmm. back home we had covid in january all my roommates had it in the house. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. We just hung out, played rock band, we played chess, <laughs> we trained. It yeah. was just a COVID party, you know. So yeah. By yourself, this is yeah. Different. Talk about what was that like being by yourself, having to just literally stay home, knowing you want to Bro, train. I was like, I mean, I was texting all these guys, like, I don't, I don't know, I feel good. I don't have a headache today. Then I had to text them back, like, okay, I got a headache again. Maybe <laughs> I spoke too soon. And it was just, it was just very boring, man. That's the main thing, just straight up boredom. And I yeah. think Troy caught it too. Um, wow. I think Mosa, he caught it too. He's like, yo, something happened to me later that, that week too. So I'm like, I think wow. everyone just wow. kind of got ran through, but 
it seems like, and this is where it's going to get crazy because I'm not trying to go down a rabbit hole with, yeah. it seemed like everyone recovered okay. Yeah. From yeah. what I know that, that told me they got something. So, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously it's, it's never fun to get sick. It's like catching the flu, not exactly. saying COVID is like, I'm saying like catching the flu and then feeling sick. No one wants to deal with that, you know? So mm-hmm. it is what it is. Um, How you feeling now? I feel great. So I, I took another test on Friday morning because I wanted to, you're supposed to wait another 24 to 36 hours before you take your second test. So mm-hmm. I waited about 26, 27 hours. I took the test and there was no line, nothing. Let's go. Like, Let's go. You know why you, you, you good, right? Because I called you Friday. <laughs> That's why. You know, that is why you good. Because I called Bro, you Friday. I was depressed. I, I was so <laughs> depressed. I was like, dude, I thought this was the beginning of my training camp at Cortland. And then I had yeah. almost an entire week off, just like wow. sitting home, trying not to get fat. Yeah. And I, I, I tell you what, I pounded all my vitamins. I pounded like um, three pills of uh, zinc, make sure I take mm-hmm. it with magnesium because yep. you need the yep. curcumin and you need mm-hmm. the turmeric. It's supposed yep. to be like these things called inophores that help mm-hmm. take the zinc and magnesium into the cell yeah. of, uh, I think, of the, the coronavirus or of yeah. your body cells. And that helps combat the viral replication or whatever it is some mm-hmm. technical jargon that i wrote down listening to and people are gonna be pissed the rogan podcast from a nah, there's mad info there there's mad yeah, info. just just from the doctor i'm not talking about what rogan said i'm talking about what yeah. the doctor told rogan about his protocol about when you get sick when you're mm-hmm. trying to prevent sickness yep. and i did what they said i upped my doses vitamin d zinc magnesium took all those stuff my multivitamins and that's just all i'm saying i think it helps speed up the recovery and Friday, I trained two sessions back to back. And then here I am. Wow. I did I did a training session yesterday. I did wow. one today. And now Let's we're podcasting. Go. Let's go. Did you so, track? I, I listened to some of the stuff you sent me. Did you try that thing where you were talking about um, cleaning out your nose? Oh, bro. So I had to rewind that like six times. From that, yeah. What's his name? Dr. Patrick something? Something like that. Whatever. He, he recently did the podcast um, with Joe Rogan. And it's... um. I think it was December 13th. But either way, I had to rewind it like four, four or five times to understand what he was saying. Because yeah. it was like a little bit of iodine or hydrogen peroxide and anything that's a disinfectant will kill the virus pretty much on contact, he said. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so why is it that they don't talk? He said, I, I hate that. He didn't say he hates, but he said, yeah. he mentions that the whole sanitizer thing is crazy. And yeah, when he said that, I was like, what? I, I thought that was crazy. I'm like, dude, you guys are just rubbing this crap in your hands and just keeping it there and it's just dry. I'm just like, it's probably dead, but it's still like, I don't think you need to go that hard to, to kill this yeah. thing. That's what I yeah. think, but I'm not a doctor. I'm mm-hmm. just using my intuition. I could be completely wrong, but this yeah. guy came out, he verified it. Yeah. So he said like two tablespoons diluted with like six ounces of water, mm-hmm. squirted up your nose with like one of those um, nasal things. Yeah. And then let it go through the back of your your nose down to your mouth. Yeah, spit, and spit it, out it out so that it cleans everything out, kills it on contact when you had a full day of contact with people. Yeah, and then you use the mouthwash to to kind of just I guess rinse out the taste and all that, and that's supposed mm-hmm. to disinfect everything. And supposedly the 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 success rate I think he said it was over eighty percent of how much wow. how effective that was in terms of just killing the virus. Wow. I think that's something wow. that should be talked about, but it's yeah, not. it's not. It's not talked about. We're just told vaccine or else. And I'm that's like, it. That's it. I've, right. I've yet to hear anything about health. Yeah. And that's <laughs> why that podcast was cool, because he started to talk about other things in depth about other things that you could do to prevent mm-hmm. 
getting COVID in the first place, just preventative measures from the jump. Yeah. And I think that's important for people to know, like there are things you can do from the get go, mm-hmm. as opposed to just being passive about it and kind of just yeah. waiting to get it because I don't know. I, I and I said I didn't want to go down this rabbit hole, but yeah. <laughs> it, it was just a whole lot that this guy talked about, and I thought it was very interesting. And for people, which I don't care what side of the fence you're on, but I think if you want to be informed, and I'm not trying mm-hmm. to convince you of going this way or the other, but yeah, being closed-minded to thinking that there's no other way to get around it, I think yeah. that's the naive part of it that I don't like. And hopefully yeah. people under can understand where I'm coming from with that. And I think it's good to be educated, even if it's something that's from the opposite side. And he even pointed out that Trump was actually right about the bleach. Oh yeah. That's crazy. Of, I forgot what federation standards, but that he was actually right about diluting the bleach, but not in your nose and your eyes, but he's yeah. saying that it can kill it on contact. It's just that Trump couldn't articulate, articulate it the right way. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I was blown away. Cause I laughed my ass off. I was like, this guy just said bleach. <laughs> Can we just yeah. knock it out with bleach? What? Yeah, what are he's you a legit about, doctor. Yeah. So it's crazy. That's what I was dealing with. So I didn't do the podcast. I wanted to talk about the Derek Lewis fight and everything. And then uh, mm-hmm. that happened. And I was just tired, man. I was like, dude, my head hurts. And it wasn't like a terrible headache. It was just like head pressure. And I was mm-hmm. like, I could talk, but I, I feel like I'm going to have a face that's on. And it's going to tell that I'm just annoyed. And yeah, I didn't, yeah. didn't want to do that. So overall, after your training, how you feeling today? Looking forward to this fight in the future i feel good man i feel like money especially today Mm -hmm. uh i had two really good three really good days back to back Mm -hmm. i mean to hit pads at what was it one o'clock and then finish up around 140 shower up quick and then run right over to jujitsu yeah and then roll from 230 and to about 330 and drill some some good technical grappling um cage wrestling and um, positional training and then the next two days yesterday and today bjj uh, i think i hit six rounds yesterday and today i might have hit seven after drilling so yeah. I'm, I'm in a good spot i'm i'm you know it's That's gonna good. be armageddon it's gonna Let's be go. armageddon i cannot wait to just go out there and just perform again and again yeah. i'm i'm never i've never been a big stickler on winning and losing because i think if you have a good performance yeah, that usually takes care of itself, at least in my opinion. I feel yeah. like when I perform, I am the best guy in the world and I'm a hard out for anybody. So um, I'm just excited to show the world that I'm still that guy. I'm yeah. still that yeah. guy. Like, yeah, I might have had an off night, but those nights happen because I'm human. I yeah. make mistakes. I sometimes I do stuff that's not smart and mm-hmm. it, it affects me, even though you yeah. should know better. Like, OK, but how many times have people done things wrong in their life or at their job? Knowing mm-hmm. that, hey man, or not even knowing, but just kind of unsure and taking a chance and just exactly. make a mistake. And that's what happens, man. I, I had a bad day at the office and I can't wait to get back in there and punch the clock again and show these guys what's up. Now, like, Remember why you hired me, motherfucker? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. Now, I, I want to, because me, when I watch your podcast, I love when you get into, because honestly, I think a lot of people love hearing you break down the fights, but also your process and what you're going through. So for this fight, what is obviously not your tactics, but like your mindset? Because obviously, is it a different mindset from the first time you fought him? Or right now is a different mindset because of everything that happened after that fight? It, it's kind of yes or no. I mean, the mindset mm-hmm. is the same in terms of what I want to do. Yeah. Um, in terms of the two fights, the way I felt the day, not even the day of, I hate saying the day of, but 
hours before the fight from about 12 o'clock on after I did my morning shakeout. I felt great mm-hmm. in the morning, which I always do. Yeah. And then not eating. It felt like I was still cutting weight and I couldn't figure out why I felt yeah. the way I felt. Yeah. It's, it might be the most ridiculous excuse, but still a it's valid real. one in terms yeah. of energy output that you have stored in your body to actually push a pace like that. Mm-hmm. And in hindsight, the mindset then was if I could just scum this man for three rounds yeah and stall for 10 yeah 10 minutes i win the fight yep. i'm the champion yeah and my my goal was just push the gas pedal and hopefully you could take him down a couple of times or lean against the cage kamaru mm-hmm. usman versus masvidal one yep stifle this guy just just make it a boring fight but it's exciting but boring obviously it was an exciting fight because of how crazy it was but um yeah. Like me just kind of falling all over the place. It mm-hmm. was more one-sided, whatever. But the first, whatever. The, you watch the fight, you interpret it how you want to interpret it. But you take away the slips, the, mm-hmm. the, the free seven slip takedowns that I gave him by yeah. doing the slowest spins in the world. Yeah, the stuff that we normally never see you do so that Nothing. they can't act like that's normal. It, it's mind-blowing. Yeah. But yeah. You take away those. How close is that fight in terms of just Super striking close. output? Super close. And in terms of um cage control yeah in terms of me pressing him against cage like i was in the fight regardless of what people yeah. want to say in the yeah. fourth round he was starting to pull away hard yeah he was big shots that i i open openly admit like dude he yeah. cracked me with some shit and i was like okay but i kept you almost took him out in the first round was that you almost took him out in the first round people forget about that i mean i i, I wouldn't I say think I you could have took him out, out in the first round but i i definitely had some moments and yeah. uh yeah I think that's just a glimpse of what I can do. And mm-hmm. I think that's that's what people should be getting excited about. Yeah. So if they think yeah. like the, sh- the ship is sailed and he's he's gone on a runaway train and they mm-hmm. got another thing coming. So mentally, that that shift has happened where I'm like, dude, if I ever find myself in that position again, learning moment, teachable moment, yep. do the very bare minimum, just tactically score, play mm-hmm. the clock, win the fight. Yeah. Now in, in this position, I'm going to, I'm still going out with the same output of uh, myself. I'm going to gas pedal this guy because yeah. I truly believe my gas tank is one of the best, if not the best next mm-hmm. to a guy like Marab. When we go, man, we're both in shape. We, we can go like people should see the paces that we can go at. Yeah. So yeah. that gives me confidence that I can gas pedal anybody. Mm-hmm. Yep. You have a yep. Marab that can push you in the room. And then when you're going with him and then you're going with a fresh body, yeah, Dude, come on. You're telling me I can't go five rounds, you know, <laughs> so th- I, I'm excited to, to to really push that envelope again. This mm-hmm. time, actually having the gas tank in, uh, what should I say, the fuel for the energy to to, mm. to really output that and, and, and not get worried about. Like, I knew I was going to get tired, but I, yeah. in my head, it was just like, dude, if I could just scum this guy for three rounds, I win the fight. And that, that's it. That's, the, that's yeah. the, That was the mentality. But it wasn't a championship mentality in terms of it was a championship attitude. Like, we're going to die here today. The yeah. still, we're not quitting yeah but in terms of this now i got a championship mindset um strategy and mm-hmm. uh that gives me confidence so I, i'm looking forward to to getting back out there and competing and again he's a tough dude but mm-hmm. he's a human man he's yeah a human that's it being. that's it that's and it I'm telling you man if, if, if my shots were as oh in the fish in what, what are people saying uh uh meaningless strikes or yeah exactly didn't do anything i'm like okay if you're in the street and someone still punches at you like this and you know they're meaningless strikes, they won't hurt. Why not knock that guy out straight down the middle? Boom. 
Exactly. Exactly. He couldn't do that. Why? Just, just that's all I want people to think about. Just why yep. would yep. he not do that if he could have done that? Mm-hmm. that oh, he was just truth. playing with you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He wanted to play with me to risk if he potentially got taken down that I could have yeah. ended up on his back. And even the way I felt still potentially pull off a submission. I mean, yeah. I've seen crazier things happen. Holly Holm, Misha Tate, round five, come oh, back yeah. to after being down four rounds. Like, so this is, this is the sport of MMA. Two humans mm-hmm. going there. They compete. Sometimes accidents happen. Sometimes the better fighter doesn't always win. And that's yep. why you got to go in there and figure it out. So like one I said, thing- I'm confident in myself. People can say whatever they want. Oh, yeah, 100%. And one thing I do want to say, because since that fight, I was never able to say this publicly on your platform. I want to talk about the after effect. I am the reason for all the videos of you celebrating with the belt. No, no, no. Not recording it, but for you putting that belt on. Uh, like every, I, I know you said it like, yo, I didn't want to, but my friends, I'm the one that said, yo, bro, put that belt on. I say, yo, say I'm a champion. And here's why. Because I've watched this man work tirelessly day after day. There were times where I would be, when I was playing football and training, I'd be at Mitchell Field. He'd be, he'll be in the middle of the field, hot, getting blisters, throwing kicks, throwing punches. Y'all haven't seen the work he put all the way up until now. So after that, I knew who he was. I know he wasn't trying to find a way out. He got the belt for a reason because he deserved it. Nothing happens by chance. Me, what I believe. Nothing happened by chance. So when in in the after party, when I'm like, yo, say you're a champion, put that belt on your shoulder. You work for that. This is what you wanted. And everybody's giving the best. Like, oh, he was out there toasting everything. No, 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 no. We made him do that. He did not. He literally said, I don't feel like a champion. And I was telling him like, no, you are a champion because you have the belt. You wouldn't have the belt if you were supposed to have the belt. So and everybody like, oh, he faked it. Nobody knows. I don't even think you talked about this. When you were at the house and could barely get up, when you had to go to the bathroom and was throwing up, nobody knows about that because I know you don't like looking like all, all this, but I'm going to say it. Aljo was in the bathroom throwing up like, oh, bro, I don't know what's wrong with me, my head. Everybody like, oh, he's faking. Yeah, I didn't see the aftermath. So when I said like, bro, you're a champion, say I'm a champion, you are. So all that backlash, I was the one that told him to do that. So don't take all that, all that on him. Now you can, you want to come say something, say something, come on my page. I don't care. It doesn't bother me. I was the one that told him like, yo, you earned that. It's yours. All right. So stop all that nonsense. I mean, technically Sanhagen and I with both higher credible wins. Yep. Should have been yep. fighting for the vacant title anyway. Yeah. And I they gave it to the, the popularity anyway. contest. Yeah. I thought that was Jan the and Aldo. Yeah. So. Yeah. Technically, we should have been fighting for the belt, and I should have technically been the champion. And even the fans, before they yeah. turned their back, the fake ones, yeah, even the fans were saying that that was the real title fight. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, I'm the fake champ. I'm like, I don't yeah. get it. Like, yeah, I should have been the champion to begin with. Exactly. I had it off night against a tough dude. Yeah, we're gonna run it back. Yeah. So that's all that matters. I'm hoping that it's gonna be in that March card. Uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, uh, I know Sh- Sean said February, March, April, and I'm just like, April is just so far. So yeah, that is mad far. March would be ideal. I'm already gearing up, man. So I'm. Mm-hmm. I thought COVID was gonna slow me down a lot more, but yeah, the way I felt the last three days, I'm definitely sore because that is a quite a grind in a short amount yeah. of time after just sitting on the couch. Yeah, um, I'm mean, not sitting on the couch, but not having any type of activity. I, I was home. Mm-hmm. I stretched a little bit. That was it. 
But um, I, I'm just excited to get back out there and compete. It's going to be a good one. And the fans are going to get their money's worth. And that's all that matters. Yeah, man. for I, real. I, I can't wait. I want to make money. And uh, I want to just shut these clowns up. I know. I know. I know. So bad. I, when I see it, it like, y'all, I, sometimes I'll be like, sometimes I wish I wasn't mature. I just want to go at these people. <laughs> Bro, I, I sometimes I want to be the old me and just get yeah, ratchet and ghetto and just say all kinds of shit that I know is going to get me like in trouble. But I'm like, dude, I know, I know you built an image and I, I'm nobody's role model. I don't want to be nobody's role yeah. model. I'm yeah. a human being. I want to live my life the way I want to mm-hmm. live my life. Yeah. When it comes to messing up my pockets. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's I, different. Okay. Let me, let me, let me take care of what I need to take care of first. Mm-hmm. And then you start to see more of like, all right. <laughs> That's the ratchet Aljo I remember from school. Yeah. Like I remember this guy. <laughs> nah, I used to post real, some man. shit, and my brother um, O'Shane would be like, "Yeah, talk that talk. That's what <laughs> I want to see. That's what I want to see." Because <laughs> yeah. I mean, sometimes I I be like, "Oh, let's go, Aljo, talk that talk, bro. Y'all don't want this He's smoke, man. Spicy. <laughs> ah, for real. Because it'd be like, yo, and people, and it's the crazy thing. Like people know this is not an easy sport." Just to walk into the octagon, y'all know it's not easy to yeah, sit man. there and say, like, yo, paper champ. First off, how did he become a paper champ? He had to get there. Yeah. You had, he, let's say you are a paper champ. You had to work your way to get there. Yeah. All that work was what? The, f- like, the funniest on. ones are the ones that say you're not even top 15. I'm just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, really? <laughs> Well, that's interesting because I guess I just cut the whole line. I got that. Uh, I don't even know what to call it, but yeah, got some yeah, extra type of privilege. So quick, they forget so quick. Like Corey, Corey Sanhagen is a monster. They forget it, that he's a monster and what you did to him. Yeah, man, it is what it is, man. But the fight's gonna happen. You know, I don't want to harp on it too much because yeah, uh, I just had to say my piece because I, I had to get that out. I had to get my side out because I was like, nah, y'all, y'all violating him when I was the one that was pushing like, bro, nah, this is your belt. Say right. I'm a champion. You did not want to say it. I was like, yo, bro, you gotta say it. Say I'm a <laughs> UFC champion. You're like, nah. I'm like, yo, bro, you gotta say it. You waited all these years. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I still, I, I watched the fight over again. I took my notes because yeah. I told my coaches, like, despite how I said I felt, just let me mm. know what you think from a technical standpoint. And uh, let's compare notes. And mm-hmm. this way it's unbiased. And I just want to know what everybody thinks yeah. and what we think we can capitalize on based on what you think I did good, despite yeah. the fact of how I felt. Yeah. And um, I watched it at the end. And then that last, that last five seconds of the fight where, Mark Smith tells him he's down. And then yeah. I think it was five or six seconds goes by, man. And he cracks me with a knee. Yeah. That I do not see at all. And uh, I got emotional. I got emotional because it was like, yeah, I, I felt that I felt like I was reliving that moment again. And uh, it was tough. Cause I'm like, I felt like I was back during that day feeling like shit. Mm hmm frustrated because there was nothing I could do because the ships have sailed and mm-hmm. it was time to make that walk. And I had to make the walk and had to poke a face as best as I can mm-hmm. to just sell that, you know, I'm going to fight and that's it. Yeah. And there's nothing you could do at that point. And to see it, how it all played out, I felt like I was in my body all over again in that moment, watching it as it went by. And I'm trying to hear what the, what the ref is saying. Cause people are like, Oh, you knew what was going to happen. I'm like, yeah, I had no idea. 
I had no idea. Like, I didn't even know what was going on around me. Yeah, I gave an interview. I don't remember giving the interview. I don't I thought I I thought I thought I gave an interview saying like I apologize or something, but mm-hmm. I had to watch it back to even hear like remember what I said. Not not yeah. now, but even back then. So yeah. I, I didn't remember seeing Mark Smith before I went to the hospital. Mm. There was a lot of pieces that were like just gone. I didn't know how wow. the belt got to the house. Eric Nixon, wow. he told me he came with me to the hospital. I didn't remember that. Wow. And I had a t- I actually just texted him, I think maybe a week or two ago. I was like, Hey, because me and the guys were talking, we we're talking about like going on the trip with the fighters, like, and then if you go to the hospital, that's like the worst part. Um, because it's crappy, you know. And yeah. I was like, dude, who came with me to the hospital? And I could not <laughs> remember. And I think the guys couldn't remember either. And then they go, Oh, I think it was Eric. I was like, Are you sure Eric of all people yeah. came with me to the hospital? Yeah. And I texted him, he said, Yeah, I came with you. I'm like, damn, bro. I was like, yo, see, yeah, he, he brought you to the house. He can't when you came to the house when we was all waiting for you. He walked yeah. in with you. See, I remember that part. I remember mm-hmm. coming to the house with Eric. Yeah. But I didn't remember that he came with me in the ambulance or whatever to the hospital. Like, I don't remember being in a hospital with him. So it was like, wow. wow. I'm just like, damn, dog. Like, I, I was, I had to be, had really been jacked up. But that's what happens. Like, even when I fought Marlon, everything from the knee to when I came to in the hospital, mm-hmm. all blur. Didn't remember anything. Just out. Gone from my memory wow. completely. Same thing. Like, that whole sequence like, it's just crazy how people can say mm-hmm. you can fake something. I'm like, what? Because I was stunned and I rolled my eyes or my eyes were wide. Yeah. I'm like, my bad. I didn't know there was a way you're supposed to act if you're concussed. But it was scary, bro. It was scary. Yeah. Watching it back. I was like, oh, that was. Yeah. Because I haven't watched it in a while. But I was like, mm. ah, this this is a, a definitely an emotional fight for me still. But um, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be sure not to fight emotional, you know. Exactly. Smart. That's smart. Exactly. That's smart. Yeah. Fighting emotional never works out. <laughs> 100%. Now, but I, I wanted to talk to you, though. Like, how's everything going with, uh, I know you got a new job and everything. Oh, how's yeah, man. Just following purpose, man. You know, for me, I've been driving trucks for a while. So I just, you know, you know, when you get to that point where it's just like, I feel like my time here is done. No, it's time to move on. And driving trucks, yeah, it was good money, all of that. But I have a family. I'm married, two kids, four-year-old, three-year-old. And I wanted to do something with more substance. So I applied for a job in social services. And the crazy part is, man, like when something is for you, it's for you. Like I don't have the degrees to follow up. I don't have all the education to follow up. But I knew like my purpose, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And I got hired for the job. And still to this day, when I when I when I first got there, people, you know, how people ask like, oh, so where were you working before here? I'm like, um, I was driving trucks. They're like, huh. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm looking at them. But mind you, being there for six months now, my supervisor says, like, we definitely hit the jackpot hiring. She's like, yo, this was the best thing we've ever done. I was like, yo, sometimes it ain't about the resume. Sometimes it's just you just fit, man. So yeah, things been yep. going good. I've been off work from Thursday to Monday. When I was driving trucks, I'd be only off on Christmas. That's at three holidays a year. It was Christmas, New Year's and Thanksgiving. So like I'm just relishing and being being off, bro. Like it's been good. Family good. Spend time with the family. So I'm loving it, man. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah. And you, yeah. what you say? Um, no, I was going to say, how how the uh, the kids that you work with? Oh, um, 
it's, it's it opens your eyes, man, because you forget how fortunate you are. You see a lot of kids that's in foster care and um and in situations where you're like, man, like I didn't know stuff like this happened like right around the corner from me. And I want to give you a big shout out because there was a kid that um I was working with a high school kid and he reminded me a lot of a lot of you and he's in um he's in 10th grade I believe and he doesn't really have that structure so I talked to him about wrestling he was like you know I thought about it you know and uh, I don't know I know they wear all that stuff but he's like I thought I really thought I could do it so I'm like so why won't you do it he was like once again you're surrounding nobody I don't really know nobody that do it. and I was like yo bro I used to wrestle and he was like for real Leah, close the door. <laughs> <laughs> That's my daughter, Thierry. So, so um, he goes, you used to wrestle? I'm like, yeah, for real. And I was like, yo, my best friend used to wrestle. And he's in the UFC now. He was like, for real? I'm like, yeah, he's UFC champion. He was like, no way. I'm like, yo, I'm dead serious. <laughs> he started out wrestling. And he's like, no way, no way. I'm like, you think I'm like, yo, you want me to call him? He, he started blushing. He was like, nah, no way. You ain't going to call him. So I text him. I'm like, yo, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? I need to call you because this because this little moment might change this kid's life, change his tra trajectory. So then finally got him in the car, bring him home from his visit. And then I call you on FaceTime, bro. I, I gave him the phone. He was he was so shocked. He didn't know what to say. He was like, Yo, what's up, man? <laughs> <laughs> playing it cool. He playing it cool. <laughs> he was like, what's up, man? And then you start talking to him about wrestling and how it helped you and how you started in 10th grade. And how it changed your life to where you are now. And I really saw the change in him. Like, he really was like, yo, I really think I might do it. So, and now he's in a good position now um, with the system. He's finally out of the system. He's finally out of foster care. So, it's like, you never know the little things that you can say or do that can really help somebody change where they're going in life. And that little gesture you did, we'll never know. But that might have saved this kid's life. And I really thank you for that. I appreciate helping, man. No problem. Um, yeah. Definitely should check in on him and be like, yeah, I, I am. how's the season going, you know? Yeah, I know. I, know. <laughs> I definitely am. I know he go. I like, yo, listen, at first, you're going to get washed up. Word. <laughs> A lot of that. <laughs> A lot of that. <laughs> I'm like, listen, just get through the fire. You're going to get good. Just get through the fire. You'll be all right. And he's like, all right, cool. You don't like getting your face slammed in the mat. You'll get good quick. Yo, how do I it stop humbles this? you, humbles you so quick. Yeah. yeah I feel like wrestling is a good thing. I feel like a lot of people should make sure that kids do something like a wrestling or jujitsu, oh, yeah. judo, mm -hmm. something to kind of like learning how to protect yourself, man. It yeah. doesn't have to always be boxing, knowing how to throw punches. Oh, I'm super cool. I could knock you out. Sometimes mm. it's good to be able to know how to diffuse the situation without actually having to throw any blows, man. And I yeah. think that's like super important and a good skill set to learn at a young age, knowing mm -hmm. how to control yourself, control your temper. And, uh, yeah, you know, I, I learned that the hard way coming up. And even when I got to college, I was still learning um, mm -hmm. that there's certain ways you got to go about doing things in life. Otherwise, it comes back to bite you in the ass, man. Yep. Sometimes you think yep. you just get away with something because you've gotten away with it, being the way you are, stuck in your ways for X amount of years. But yep. eventually you get out of that little box you in, got oh, out yeah. of Unidale, got out of Roosevelt, got out of Hempstead, understanding yeah. that the world is bigger than just 
a minority community, you have to know how to interact with people from here, exactly. people from the North Shore, people exactly. from this country, people from that state, from yep. this lifestyle, understanding that there's cultures and different type of ethnicities, learning just like we're all people and we're all people in our different ways and everyone communicates differently. Everyone reacts differently. Like yeah. you might like, even though we break each other's balls growing up, like you go do that to somebody else who don't know how to handle that type of pressure. They might do something else to retaliate Yeah, because they're just not familiar with that, you know? Exactly. So you got to be very like smart and understanding and understanding how to like survey your surroundings. And I think this is going to be a good opportunity for this kid to travel, go to different yeah. schools, compete, make, make, make friends. Yeah. That kids that beat him up or beat his ass on the mat or he mm -hmm. beats their ass on the mat. Yeah. And they become friends for however many years mm -hmm. connections and understanding like their world versus your world. And it's a beautiful thing, man. I think sports, man, not just on wrestling or whatever, but in terms sports of just humbling yourself. Yeah. Anyone could shoot a basketball, mm -hmm. but to know and to be on a team, anyone could do that. But to do something that's one on one, is something about you that you have to depend on and work on if you want to get to a certain place um, or understanding of oneself, you know? So yeah. that's why I love it so much. And the first day I came down to wrestling practice after getting cut from the basketball team, it was, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is fun as hell. I'm, I'm in here. Yeah. I'm in here. Yeah. I did. Football is my favorite sport, but the most impactful sport ever in my life to this day was wrestling. Wrestling. I played wrestling. I did wrestling, football, lacrosse. Hey, yo, we don't play wrestling, my guy. We did that. We did that. We don't play. Facts. I did you wrestling. play football. You heard? You play Facts. football. That's true. That's true. You don't play <laughs> don't wrestling. Play you don't. <laughs> Most impactful sport ever. I My kids are going to wrestle. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Anything else, any other sport, I don't care. If they want to play football, basketball, whatever. But wrestling, they got to do it. They got to do it. Yeah. I, and even if they don't, like, stick with it throughout all the years. Yeah. I yeah. think it's good for them to get a year or two of just understanding mm -hmm. like what it's like to go through a grind like that yeah, and the oh mental toughness that you get from it. It's irreplaceable, man. Yeah. Knowing how to stay disciplined, cutting the mm -hmm. weight, waking up on time for morning workouts and 6 a.m. lifts. And yeah. even though you don't want to do it, you got to do it because this is what the team is making you do, holding yourself accountable, being someone that the teammates could depend on for the lineup, not getting pinned, holding your mm -hmm. response. There's so much that goes into it. Yeah, that helps mold you into the type of human being that you're going to become for life. Like, are you going to be that pushover? Are you going to yeah. quit when it gets tough? Or are you going yeah. to figure out a way to either survive or do your very best that you can? And I think that's the that's the beautiful, most beautiful lesson you could get out of it. Just doing the very best that you can as a person and knowing that you're OK with what you were able to put out. And even if you're not, mm -hmm. how are you going to go back home or recoup for that next match to do yeah. better? Than you did and in the think last about one. the accountability of wrestling. I didn't even think about it till now. Like, think about the accountability, the integrity that you have to have to have to go home with nobody around and not eat. Oh, think about that. Oxtail rice on That's crazy. Yeah, that Thanksgiving crazy. was the toughest, man. Yeah, like think about that. No coach around, no teammates around. You have to go home to your family and not eat. Yeah. I remember like, Dory looking right into us, into our face. Go home. Don't have anything. <laughs> and they'd be like, not even like, not even like a, like a soda. Like a soda. Go no. home. 
don't have anything. I'm like, all right. So you sure I'm going to lose a, a pound and a half if I don't have anything? Go home and do exactly what I say. Don't have anything. Tell your parents you ate already. Yep. Go to bed. Uh, I used to have to lie. I'm glad my senior year I didn't have to cut weight. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. Oh. Yeah, I didn't have that. I didn't have that luxury. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I probably should have in hindsight. I think I would have done better if I went up. But you would have won counties. Yeah. Man, those were some good old days. Nah, for real, man. I cherish um, those moments. The other thing, um, <laughs> I mean, I didn't really want to like. What did you think about the Jake Paul Woodley fight? <laughs> <laughs> now Woodley's my guy. Woodley's my guy. Let me. Nah, let me he's my guy it. too. Woodley's my guy. Yeah, but Paul. Is my guy from another spirit animal of facts, like facts, low key. He's a lot just of a people don't want to say it, being, and he's winning. He's talking yeah. about fighter pay. Yeah. How can anyone ever be mad at someone talking about fighter pay? Yeah, getting the fighters paid. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a win win, but yeah. damn, it's a big L on the other side, obviously, for Willie. And like I said, Willie's my guy, but yeah, let's call it what it is. I mean. Who wants to get knocked out by that guy? You know what I mean? It's like kind of crazy. Especially he makes being... it hard to not like him. Who? Jake Paul. Oh yeah, he makes it, it hard. hard. To, makes it hard to not like him, or makes it hard to like him. No, he makes it hard to not like him. Uh, well, people hate him. Yeah, but when you really look into it, like with a mature mind, like yo, bro, he's getting these dudes paid. Yeah, he's talking about all the things that UFC fighters fighters want to talk about. He's building boxing. He's trying to build UFC. He's trying to fight people in the UFC and get them paid. Yeah, it's like, bro, how can you? And he can fight. It's not like he's like the greatest boxer in the world. Yeah, I was saying he can fight. He's he's not a he's not like a pro boxer. But he can fight. I mean, technically, he is a pro boxer. I mean, yeah. Technically, <laughs> yeah. But he knocked out Woodley. Of, okay, Woodley is not Woodley of old. <clears throat> but he still knocked him out clean. But can, can we can we just admit that this guy has about 20, I think 20 or 25 pounds on this guy. He is about Ooh. four inches taller than Woodley. Yeah. Three yeah. or four inches. Yeah. And that alone gives you weight. And then on top of that, the weight advantage, people say, oh, they weighed in the same thing. No, they didn't. Yeah. One guy yeah. cut down. The other guy didn't cut down. Yeah. It's not the same yeah. thing. Yeah. I'm like, look at their body That's frame. True. You think they're at the same weight class? What are you guys talking about? And- okay. Let me tell you this, though. Take an average guy the same size as Jake Paul. Uh-huh. Give him four fights and let him fight Woodley. What would happen? Oh, Woodley probably knock him to senseless. Exactly my point. Jake Paul's an Jake Paul's an athlete. Yeah. First yeah. and foremost. I think not professional athlete though. I think he wrestled. Yeah, he wrestled. He did wrestle. He did wrestle. And I think he was actually decent. Like not yeah. like yeah, a, I heard that. a complete scrub. Not like maybe not like a D1 guy, but I heard he yeah. was pretty good. Yeah. So people are making it seem like they just found a guy in a bar who just had four fights, knocked out <laughs> Nate Robinson, and just got lucky. I'm like, dude, the That's guy's true. an athlete. He's what 26 or something like that. No, he's only 23, 24. Which is even crazier. Yeah, and he, he beat a guy who's 38, maybe even 39. So Yeah, yeah, that's true. 
That's he true. hasn't won a fight since the Usman fight, you know. So we're talking years. Dang, that's true. You know, so that's and true. this is no disrespect to Willie. It's just these are the facts that we're looking at. It's like yeah. he picks the right opponents. Yeah, puts himself in a position to win. Willie was looking much better this time. More active. He was. I was happy. He dropped his hand. I don't know what caused him to do that. I don't know if it was a level change earlier. Yeah, I think we're so. We're talking about the stupid hand curl. Like, oh, he did a hand curl, and then he telegraphed it. I'm like, so you think I did a hand curl, and I'm going to let you send me to the gulag like that? Ain't no nah. way. Nah. I'm taking my, my cash money like that. You, you're going nah. to beat me. You ain't beating me like that. And I'm not saying I would ever throw a fight, but I'm like, you're telling me you think Willie nah. threw away a fight to get himself smashed like that and then fall, no. get a double no. concussion because he fell flat on his head. Yeah, flat on that's his face. true. That's true. And I'm like, dude, no, who, who's, I mean, it's a ton of money. It happened, yeah. but ain't no one, I, there's no way in the back room you're telling me that they negotiated, hey, man, I'm going to do this. And you're going to, you're going to see no. this. You're going to pretend you're going to put your arm down and then I'm going to yeah. crack you so hard. And then I'm like, dude, get the get out of here. Yeah, get that was a perfect here. punch. There's no there's no planning that. That was a perfect punch. Body weight, precision. Yeah. I don't want to say, let me not say precision. He threw the strike. Willie hand wasn't there. If the glove mm-hmm. was there, that strike doesn't do that. Yeah, it's, that's it's true. As simple as that's that. true. That's and true. again, I like what Paul's doing. He got a free Rolex out of it for uh, yeah, I was just about to say that. He get like you could see Woodley was literally like, bro, are you crazy? He could he couldn't believe it. That was the most authentic scene ever. I was like, he, you did that? Like, got this man a Rolex? A Rolex? He's like, are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> like, you gonna know what time it is when I knock you out. I'm like, oh, oh, it's one of those. Yeah. That's yeah. Crazy. Yeah, I I, I wanted to, I have been wanting to talk about that for so long. Obviously, it's old news now, but it was just, yeah. just something fun to just even talk about still. Um, what do you think is next for him? <clears throat> what does he go from here? I think he, he can maybe do one more, um, mm-hmm. but I think he should do it against an actual boxer and mm-hmm. a boxer his weight. Yeah. Not with the most crazy pedigree. Get on an undercard mm-hmm. and uh, just write the ship, get a dub, and just be done right up yeah. to the sunset. But yeah. I mean, I think that's six or seven losses in a row. So it's like, we, there's not many options. And it's not, I don't know how many more times he can keep fighting for people to pay to see like, kind of like not a similar outcome, but to see him not show up. And he mm. was showing up for the first time in a yeah. long time. Yeah. I mean, you could say the Vicente Luque fight, but he, that was just so reckless. Mm-hmm. And he got caught in a way that I've never seen, <clears throat> never would have imagined that he would have gotten caught, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, crazy. So what about Jake Paul? Where do you see him going from here? Like I saw the Jorge Masvidal, McGregor, Nate Diaz. Like, where does um, he go? I don't know. I know Anson Silver was supposedly a front runner for a, a matchup with him. Who's also <laughs> like what forty five? Yeah. If Jake, can, if Jake can legitimately connect, I think he would actually hurt Anderson. Yeah, but I think so too. I do feel Anderson still got the skills and actual mm-hmm. boxing skill set where he can probably piece him up a bit. Mm-hmm. But I feel I think Paul, same thing, is going to fight a smaller guy. He's going to tie him up, yeah. um, lean on him a little bit, <clears throat> and I think that could be a, a factor because he does. He's a young guy. Yeah, you know he knows yeah. how to grab you. He did that so many times against Willie. It was like so annoying. Yeah. I was like, yo, these guys clinched probably thirty times. 
in the yeah. first five rounds. Mm-hmm. Um, and that just kills pretty much the entire fight. Yeah. So now with this one, it's like Silva's got hands. We know Silva's got hands. Got oh, yeah, he definitely hands. got hands. Uh, the, the, the only thing is, can he take a shot? I don't think he really can, but there's only one way to find out. And yeah. I just don't want to see no more MMA legends getting laid out. I know. I know. It's bad. It's not a good look. It's not a good look. <laughs> and then he keeps coming at Dana. <laughs> yeah, that would. Uh, he should fight Dana. That would actually be hilarious. Ooh. That would actually that's, be hilarious. I think Dana right. might actually beat him up, though, because that's Dana's his size. Yeah. And Dana's actually boxed. Not, I don't yeah. know if he boxed like professionally. I think he might have did some couple of amateur fights, but I yeah. think Dana got like decent hands, like decent. And I think he's watching the fighting where he could be okay, just the cardio. Yeah, but they should fight. <laughs> That's the fight to make right now. Dana that would be that would be the fight of the century. Fight to pay on the line. Oh my! Oh, <laughs> hilarious! You know how much hilarious. money. That fight would generate at yeah. least a billion. They'd be like, Dana, Dana want to do it though. Nah, nah, because he has too much to lose. Yeah, he he just want to give him the satisfaction that he got him to agree to a fight. He was yeah. gonna fight Tito Ortiz though. That fight never happened. I suppose oh, yeah. Tito didn't want to sign. Supposedly, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it came down to money. It's mm-hmm. always about money in the back end. It's always it always comes out. Always, to money. always, yeah. Um, but they were supposed to fight and have a boxing match. It never happened. Wow. I mean, wow. so maybe Dana might entertain it, which I just think would be hysterical. I, yeah. I would definitely pay to watch that. Oh, yeah. That would be crazy. I can't even picture that. Oh, my gosh. Dana laced up. Dana, his son is actually his son did a boxing fight and he did pretty well. Looked mm-hmm. decent, like looked pretty good for a young kid. He plays football, wow. for, I think, uh, Notre Dame. Um, mm. Really good football player. Out here from Bishop Gorman, which is like one of the top schools. In- oh yeah, Snoop yeah. Dogg's son went there, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So yep. it's a it's a very interesting time for just a lot of a lot of nah, things. It is. You would never five ten years ago. This you would this wouldn't even be in your mind frame. You'd be like none of this would happen. Yeah, right. That would never happen. This would never happen. Even when uh, uh McGregor fought Mayweather. A couple years before that, before anybody saying anything about, yo, that would never happen. No, that would never happen. Now it's like, I can't say nothing. Anything's possible. Anything. Yeah. It's crazy, man. Um, Just changing gears. I, I want to ask you, do you have anything like in the works at all? Like any, any type of projects or mm. anything that you care to share kind of thing? What do I have in work? Just the podcast. Um, I do. I do have my book coming. So children. How, how long have you been doing the podcast, by the way? Um, it's I just did my six six episodes just launched today, so it's fairly new. Um, going going in on that. Um, really pushing the motivational thing on the on the Instagram every single day. Literally every single day, I'm posting on Instagram. It is so new to me because you know on my regular Instagram, I don't post at all. Yeah. So every day I'm posting something motivational for somebody to take. And, and it's very fulfilling because like, I've had somebody say to me like, yo, you have no idea, but like, I really needed to hear that. And it's just like, wow, you don't even realize the impact you can have on people. Those be the best, bro. Yeah. They really do. Oh my gosh. I almost cried <laughs> like for real. Cause I'm like, man, like, I know what I'm saying is going to help somebody, but just hearing it from somebody say like, yo, man, like I really needed that. You had no idea. And I'm like, man, 
I'm doing God's work. Let, but let me tell you, man, the, the emotional, uh, I don't want to say baggage or the emotional weight that comes with that, knowing that people are looking up to you. Mm. And sometimes the things you say can make or break their day is it's uh it can be heavy man yeah yeah like yeah like obviously now my dms are crazy with just clown emojis but yeah before i would get a ton of stuff that would be like you know they're inspired by this and that mm -hmm. it was so cool to see but it gets to the point where like i said before like i'm not trying to be a role model yeah, if, if yeah. the way i live my life makes you feel good about yourself or makes mm -hmm. you want to achieve something great that makes me feel good but yeah. if, i felt like when i was getting consumed and not consumed but almost felt like after reading so much of it, you almost feel like uh, it's your duty in an indirect yeah. way to want to make people feel yeah, motivated or good about their day and their lives. Mm -hmm. Every day. I'm like, dude, that's a lot of, it's a lot of uh, ask from another yeah. human who's trying to live their life and yeah. become better people every, like a better person every day. Cause that's, I'm yeah. still, I'm not perfect by any means, you know? So exactly. I, I don't know how you feel about that, but eventually for me, it's like, even now, like when people tell me that it feels great to hear, but I'm like, it's only so much of it I could, I could like take on like, damn, man. Yeah. I don't want to feel like I need to do more of this because people are attracted to that when that's not really what I'm doing. I'm just being myself, being authentic mm -hmm. as I could possibly be. And I think that's that's what it is. Ultimately, it's easy to just be yourself. Like when I post, I'm literally just being myself every single day. And it's like it's easy when it becomes like it's work. That's when you know, like, oh, maybe this is not my purpose. Maybe this is not something I can sustain. But when, like, you know me, like, when, when wrestling, I'm like, Yo, if you get tired, just look at me. You can take my energy. Like, I just have, like, it's literally a gift. Like, I just had this gift to just always want to motivate. Like, I was at the gym the other day, and I saw, like, even if I'm driving and I see somebody, like, jogging, in my car, I'm like, yo, let's go, let's go. I'm like, yo, keep going, keep going. You got this. In my head, like, I'm just going. I just get hype. I don't know. It's just something about about me that I just just breathe motivation and just pushing somebody to just be the best version of them that they could be. And it's just, I just love it. Like, it's just my purpose, man. It's beautiful. No, that's what's up. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm just walking into my purpose. That's it, man. Just keep going forward, man. Uh, you, you mentioned a book or, or yeah, I wrote a children's book and, um, I found an illustrator, um, mm. and I'm going to get still working on that. Um, trying to get the illustration, all that. It's a lot more work than I thought, you know what I'm saying? But here's the thing. A lot of times people don't do stuff because of the work that's going to come from it. But my mindset was like, yo, just do it. Just write the book. And it's a really good book. Not because I'm saying it's because other people that read it, that will keep, that'll be honest. Like my wife, number one, she, if she don't like something, she's going to tell me like, no, it's trash. She was like, she was surprised. She was like, you wrote this. I'm like, yeah, like it was just easy. I just, everything was coming to mind. I wrote it. She's like, wow, this is really good. So that's something that I'm working on and I don't want to put it out yet. No, 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 don't. Damn. Yeah. I got to build, I want to build like an audience and stuff like that. <laughs> and I'm saying, and, Figure do it the right way. I want I want to do it the right way. I want to just put something out. I want to do it the right way. I'm saying. I feel you. I yeah, feel you, big dog. I got trying to get in real estate like you. What's that? Trying to get in real estate like you. Yeah. I mean, trying to do it all. On man. your way. Yeah, man. Trying, bro. Trying. I, I got one thing I'm trying to build myself. 
um, a little company on the side too. Mm -hmm. Uh, So hopefully I'm supposed to have a meeting with this guy who's like really good um, brand ambassador. So Mm. we're going to have a sit down and and discuss some things up front before the fight gets going. And just obviously it's not to launch before the fight, but uh, just to get an understanding of the, of the realm, the space. And from there, hopefully he can guide me in a way, possibly be a partner and wow. you know, I'm willing to share whatever if it, if it's something that he's going to believe in, too, because I work mm. my ass off, you know. So if he can match my energy and put yeah. me in the right direction, he's already got the connections, blah, blah, blah. Nice. I think it could be something really, really special. So hopefully um, that gets going and mm. go from there. Because at the end okay. of the day, man, I, can only, I can only fight for so many more years. Yeah. Yeah. That chin starts to go and yeah. the body starts to say no. <laughs> yeah yeah so, yeah i i i really love the fact that you're setting up a game plan for after fighting a lot of fighters don't do that it's like i just love to fight this is what i know yeah and then yeah. after fighting they have nothing they have nothing to show for it yeah really and i always say i don't want to be that guy because I, yeah. I know people like that i mm-hmm. see people like that and it's a it's a scary mm. it's a scary thing man yeah yeah one day you're Look at Cody Garbrandt. One day you're here. That guy probably thought he was going to be making millions, defending the belt a couple of times, set for life. I'm not saying he's not set for life. I'm pretty sure he he cleared a million Mm -hmm. after beating Dominic Cruz. Yeah. He was pretty broke before that. At least he disclosed that. Yeah. He did some shopping or whatever, which is fine. It's always good to treat yourself when you finally get some money. But I think he said he was going into the fight with like only 24,000, something ridiculous. But I don't follow all the stories to the T. But he yeah. mentioned something about the financial burden. Fort mm. Dominic Cruz, one of the best, greatest of all time, original first UFC champion at band and weight division. And mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> he beat him, style points. And then he fought TJ Dillashaw. He got pay-per-view points for that. Huge rivalry. Yeah. And he lost, but he made a great payday. Yeah. Uh, I, I would assume. And um, Rose Namajunas versus Joanna Jacek was on that card too, I believe. Bisbang and... And uh, GSP were on that card too. I yeah, think. yeah. I I think they were all on that same card. If not, I could be mistaken, but bottom line, he made good money from that fight. And then from the next one, the rematch, and then the other ones, he was getting paid pretty well. I know he didn't win too too many. Yeah. Um, he lost to Pedro Munoz. He did beat Rafael Sunsal. I think he got a nasty knockout bonus. Yeah, that was on the win cage. bonus. Yeah. And I'm not counting his pockets, but he was getting paid pretty well. He's got a mouth to feed, another mouth to feed a young a young boy. Mm-hmm. So there's responsibility so yeah, hopefully he, guys like that did the right thing because we've seen where he was at now he's coming off of another knockout tko loss and it's like Tough, where does he man. go from here in terms of um income for the future i mean he's cody garbrandt you know his yeah. resume speaks for itself yeah that's true but again you need money to to do things and to provide so hopefully he set up all those nest eggs for yeah. his house maybe not all the way outright but put a good down payment, set up his, mm-hmm. his, his stuff for his kids. Um, yeah. Just, just the simple stuff, you know, not simple, yeah. but stuff that you hope people are in his ear telling him the right thing to do. Cause it, it, it go, comes and goes like that, man. Yeah, for real, man. I, I heard, I'm, I think he's doing okay. Cause I heard him on um, Joe Rogan talking about he, he breed dogs like bully yeah. dogs. So okay. hopefully that's, that's, I mean, bringing in some type of stable income. Cause it's, it's tough, man. When you're on that downhill from fighting, man, that's it's rough, man. Yeah. And then losing so much and then having to go back to the training. Mentally. Mentally, man. 
that's heavy. That's heavy. That is really, really heavy. People and that's why I'm saying, like, that. even though like his paydays were probably at this point, maybe I, I could be wrong, 100 and 100 or 150, 150 or 125 yeah. and 125, which means you get the first half to win. Mm-hmm. I mean, to show you step in the octagon, you get paid and then you get the other win bonus if you win. Or he yeah. might get a flat fee of like 250 or something like that or 200. Who knows? I have no idea. Mm-hmm. But to make that type of money, he lives in California. You cut that in half. You pay your managers, you, your training expenses, do things the right way. That mm. money dwindles down quickly. You got to make your investments. You got to do your SEPT IRAs or your direct, whichever IRA investment plans you have, that money's quickly gone to like nothing in the blink yeah, of, the, of, the, of the eye, just as fast as the fight went, you know? So it's, it's a great sport in terms of making great money really quick. But if you mm. don't portion it out the right way, you don't track your stuff it can get ugly really quick. And I've been there yeah. before, you know, not like, Oh my God, I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I had to make like some conscious decisions. Like, dude, mm-hmm. if this goes left. <laughs> we are in a bad place. <laughs> Where you, you know? So, yeah. And I don't buy anything, but houses, you know, I did yeah. buy a car, did buy a car. That's good investments though. Now you, you deserve that car though. Yeah. It was you know, time. It Tesla. was time. Tesla. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it was time you deserve when you got that car i was like yes man <laughs> yes, that car it, it, that made me feel good you know because it was something that i bought my i mean i bought my audi but i got gypped on that and mm-hmm. i was really really like bothered that a friend would do me like that and yeah. uh yeah it is what it is like I'm, I'm glad i bought something for myself well second thing for myself and i was happy it made me feel good you know so yeah um and that's the most important thing man quality of life what makes you happy that's it yeah, I'm just man. out here living, man. I'm just trying to live the dream. That's it, man. You got any New Year's resolutions? We going on New Year's, man. I'm actually going to be here by myself again. I was I was alone nah. for Christmas, which is not like the end of the world. Yeah, but yeah. Um, alone for Christmas, um, <clears throat> which was different because normally, I, you know, it's different. And I didn't. And Rebecca asked me like, "What was that supposed to mean?" And it, it, it's not like. And I told us like, it's not nothing negative. It's just it's just different. Like I'm just pointing yeah. out the obvious, like. Mm-hmm. I'm here by myself and kind of by choice. Yeah. But it was, it was one that I wasn't mad about. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm from a family of 20, 21 yeah. siblings. Now at this point, I think my dad's, my dad's got two kids now, two baby boys. So it might even be 22, 21 or 22. I don't know. I, don't, I lost track. So <laughs> Christmas has always been crazy in the sense of like how big the family has been. So I've always yeah. been around a lot of people. So for the first time ever, really, like I was actually home, wow. like alone. And I was like, this is, this is different. And I had options. I had places I could have went, people that yeah. invited me out. Not like I didn't want to go. It was just like, you know, I kind of like, like having a little bit of quiet, like, like mm-hmm. back home in New York, I live with roommates here in Vegas yeah. by myself, unless I'm renting. Yeah. And um, to be in the house like this, I was just like, yeah. Chill as hell. Like I'm not mad at this at all. Um, yeah, that's what's up. And the only thing is, normally I would have a drink and kind of like celebrate, watch my TV, whatever. I'm not drinking. Yeah. I haven't drank since Cortland. And I'm not drinking until yeah. the New Year's when Rebecca gets here, just because I want to build a baseline of cardio. Mm, that's good. That's so good. So that when I when I do start drinking, I won't go so far back. Yeah. If that makes yeah. sense. Because if I'm still building and I keep having, even if it's one, and, and it might mm-hmm. not be the end of the world, but just one. Sometimes that one turns into two. Sometimes that two turns into three. Yeah. That's just how it goes. Yeah. So I'm pretty good at just being um, 
what do you call it? Um, responsible for just having yeah. one. Yeah. But at the same time, I I don't want to get into a habit of uh, I don't need to be doing that right now. I'm I'm yeah. I'm coming back from a big surgery. I need to get my cardio, my lungs back to where they need to be. So mm -hmm. I'm taking off that time where Christmas is cool. I'm by myself. It's not a big deal. New Year's, I'm be by myself again. But yeah. at the same time, when Rebecca gets here on the second, uh, she'll be with her friends and family. She's coming down on the second, come to Vegas. We'll get to have our own New Year's bring in. And yeah. that will be the day that I celebrate and have a drink with her. And we get nice. to kind of just hang out and unwind a little bit, you know? So yeah, what's your that, fiance? Like, come on now. What's your yeah, fiance? That's the plan. <laughs> With your fiance, baby. Come on now. Come on, baby. <laughs> so that's 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 uh that's the goal right now. And so far, so good, man. I'm already in a really good spot. Like I said, to, to go yeah, from Cortland sure. having that really long night and then coming here a whole week off with COVID, mm. Omicron, the Megatron, <laughs> Omarion, <laughs> the Omarion. And now three days back to back, I'm feeling good, man. So I, sure. I already feel like I'm not saying. I don't get wasted, man. I, mean, mm -hmm. I did in Cortland. I did. I got pretty beat up, but oh, I typically don't, you know, so it's good to just kind of reset, let the body cleanse itself and just to not have any at all when I know I can. And it's, it's not like it's going to hurt me. Mm -hmm. it, it makes me feel good to know that I can do that because I chose to do that. Mm. You know, so okay. I'm, I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool with that. That's what's up. And I mean, that's really it. So that's really yeah. The only thing that I got going on right now okay. is I just focus on the fight. That's I, good. I got probably who knows. Like I said, February, March, or April. I, I think February would be too too soon. Yeah. But at this pace, who knows? I could probably be, probably be ready if I really really wanted to. Um, we'll just have to see how this next two week goes. Mm -hmm. And I'm gonna have, I got to hit up Adrian Giannis again and see if he's gonna be down to come to New York because I'm only gonna be here till July to January fifteenth. Maybe the 16th and then head back to New York and finish up training camp there. Okay. And then, um, <clears throat> and then um, what do you call it? Uh, get ready to fight. That's it. Okay. Okay. I think I think it's going to be good that the fact that you had this time to kind of be by yourself. Because, you know, once it gets shaking and rolling, you're not going to be by yourself a lot. <laughs> it's going to be a lot going on, a lot of this, a lot of training. So I think this was good for you to just have some real time alone with yourself, to deal with yourself. My mental, your own mental headspace is literally, like I said, having COVID and being here by yourself mm -hmm. compared to a COVID party with all your housemates that all have it. <laughs> it's night and day. I'm like, dude, yeah. that was actually kind of fun. This was mm -hmm. like brutal mentally. Yeah. Like, yeah. what do you yeah. do? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do? But yeah, yeah so I, I'm good, man. I'm uh, yeah, that's good. I'm in a good mental space. That's what's up. So to speak. That's what's up. That's good, man. And I uh, can't wait to compete. I just can't wait to compete. I know. I know you can't. I know it. I can't wait, man. I can't wait. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Yes, Armageddon. Yes, sir. <clears throat> Let's get it, man. This um, was fun. No, nah, this was cool. It's was, it was good chopping it up, man, catching up. Yeah, man. Uh, I, we're not going to have any fights until... January January 15th Giga Chikaze wow. versus Calvin Cater yeah yeah what do you, you got any New Year's plans or what, what's your what's your thing nah man I'm just at the crib living living the North Carolina life no more <laughs> New York I'm loving North Carolina man I, I could go outside today with just a t-shirt on it's beautiful yeah it's good. I love it 
I love it. I'm just chilling. I, I tell man. people all kidding. the time, like leaving New York is like, Whoo. I'm not going for good, but just yeah. being gone, it's a different pace, it's a different lifestyle, and yeah, yeah, it's yeah, I love it's it. mentally cleansing. If oh you're, my gosh, yes. Your day to day life is still the same. Like you don't have to do nothing crazy, mm-hmm. and you're just like, there's just a different vibe. Like a, yeah, 100%. like people are weird. Definitely some weird people because people are yeah. from all over. But yeah. what I'm here for, it's like, it, it works. Yeah, this works. Out yeah, definitely, man. Definitely. Yeah, man. Just chilling. I'm here, man. I'm here. Just keep on working. Keep on grinding. Keep on pushing. Trying to be better every day. I see. <laughs> I see. Yes, sir. All right. Um. So we'll wrap up. Um. Yeah. I'm going to go. I got to eat again. I'm hungry, man. Yeah, I'm hungry. I'm probably going to go eat some cookies or something. Yeah. I had some, uh, got some Panda Express today. Grilled teriyaki, <laughs> brown rice, and orange chicken. It was I got some leftovers. I got to finish, though. I'm going to crush it. I'm about to eat oh. some chicken. Matter of fact, oh, my wife is making some chicken right now. Oh, it's about to be on. <laughs> about to be on. Uh, again, let everybody know where they can find you again. Yo, follow my Instagram. No, not my personal, my motivation Instagram, divine motivation underscore, divine motivation underscore. You can follow on YouTube, divine motivation podcast. And come check your boy, man. You need some motivation one day, you down in the slumps. I got you. Mm. I got you. Don't worry about it. Just come to the page and I'm going to show you, like, yo, you could do it. You got this. Come on, be the best version you could be. Let's go. You got it. I got you. <laughs> That's what's up. Yeah, I do have a recommendation for you, though. I don't know if you're on the Netflix, but True mm-hmm. Story by Kevin Hart. Bro, I just that was it. crazy. That was the best performance I have seen. Bro, I'm three episodes in, so I, I got to binge watch the rest of this night while I'm eating my food. I cannot Bro. wait to finish it. The first episode was slow, but when it got good. It got good. I was like, oh, and this everything is crazy. that happened is unexpected. You think something's gonna happen and then it goes this way. Bro, watch it. It's crazy. It's crazy. Right, and bro, so did you watch that other Kevin Hart movie? No, you already know. Did you watch the other Kevin Hart movie? The one it was probably like last year, the first time he did a serious movie where about uh, his wife and the baby. Watch that uh, too. I, I didn't watch the whole thing. Um it made me cry. True story. True story is the one I'm watching right now. Yeah, watch, bro. True story is fire, bro. He bought like one of the best movies I series I've seen this year, besides C. <laughs> a lot of people don't know about C. C is we legit. here with that though. C is legit. O D O D. Fuck. All right, brother man. I'm gonna go yes, get some sir. grub. Hold it down. You be cool. How you be cool? You heard? Yes, sir. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you guys next time. Peace. Peace. Wait, the the back part thing. The back fist. Back fist. I can't even get my hand over right now. (laughs) (laughs) Spinning back fist. All right, y'all.